You're listening to Fresh Ideas for Teaching. Hi, everyone. This is Walter. The Fresh Ideas for Teaching podcast is presented by Savas Learning Company. I'm here with my colleague, Adam Veldhaus, World Languages Marketing Manager at Savas Learning. Adam, who do we have as our special guest today? Thanks, Walter. I'm glad to welcome Jose Diaz today to discuss coaching students to succeed on the AP Spanish language exam. Jose M. Diaz was a Spanish teacher at Hunter College High School in New York City. He served as chair of the AP Spanish Language and Literature Development Committee and as table leader and question leader for the scoring of the exam. He's led workshops throughout the United States and Europe and continues to act as a consultant for the college board, as well as having worked as a co-author of Abriendo Paso, Temas y Lectoras, Abriendo Paso, Gramática, and the AP Spanish Preparing for the Language and Culture Exam Practice Workbook, among other publications. He has a BA in Spanish Literature from Hunter College and an MA from Teachers College at Columbia University. Jose, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Adam. I'm very happy to be with you. So let's jump right in. In this first episode, we're going to talk about interpretive communication and multiple choice questions on the AP Spanish exam. Jose, what general advice do you have for teachers and students as they begin preparing for AP Spanish language exam? I think that the the issue is that we're not familiar with this type of course. It's the first time that we teach an upper level course at the high school level. And students and teachers should both become very familiar with the format of the course and the format of the exam. Um, there are many websites that the College Board has. As a matter of fact, one of them is especially um, for students where they can get all the information they need about the course, the themes that are covered, the context that they need to be familiar with, and uh, all the resources that are available to them uh, while they're in the course. So really, like any exam, it's about knowing what you're up against. Absolutely, to know what the what the uh, outcome should be. And uh, once they have, they're familiarized with, with the uh, scoring guidelines, with the course content, they will have a better understanding of what they're getting themselves into. Now, when you taught AP Spanish courses, how did you help students improve their interpretive communication skills? So what sort of typical difficulties did you see them struggling with? I think the the main problem that I found was that the students were not exposed to authentic material throughout the years uh, before the AP course. And um, because of that, we neglect sometimes to expose the students to um, authentic material. I think we are, there is a lot of improvement that have been made in the last few years, but basically the type of, of themes that they will be covering in the, uh, in the course is new to them. So the first thing that, that happens is that they, we need to start from the beginning, expose the students to the skills that they will need to have ready by the time that they get to the AP course. And what the problem occurs when we don't, be go, we don't begin to uh, expose the students to those skills at the beginning levels. When it comes to uh, reading, um, it doesn't pay to give the students vocabulary list. It doesn't work. Um, and that's one of the errors that I made when, when I started teaching the course, that I was afraid that the students were not going to be able to interpret what they were reading. So I would give them vocabulary list and it just doesn't work. Uh, what I discover um, is that when we read, we basically have a conversation with the text. And we perhaps are not aware of it. We don't think of it that way, but we do talk to the text in a way. I mean, we, we start reading a paragraph. We don't understand certain things, certain vocabulary words. 
we don't get up and start looking things up in the dictionary. We just wait until the end of the paragraph or until the end of the page and see, use the context and try to guess what the reading is all about. And that is one of the skills that we need to start um, teaching the students from the beginning. Uh, I use very short texts and I underline a couple of words that are unknown to them and that they can guess their meaning by the context and beginning with those small texts at the beginning. Usually at the end of the first semester of, of, of Spanish one, um, we begin doing this, this type of exercise. So by the time that they get to the AP course, they really have a very good understanding of what skills they need on how to go about approaching a reading that they're not familiar with. Um, the other thing that happens is that the students have developed many of these skills in other courses, but for some reasons, they do not apply it to language. And we as teachers have to um, basically guide them through how to transfer those skills that they have acquired in other subject areas into the, into the language class. I like this idea about the conversation with the text. Yes. The, the, the other thing is that, that we need to do is that we need to teach the students to visualize what they are reading. And for some reason, we neglect to do that. I mean, we, we do the pre-reading exercises. We talk about the topic. We uh, perhaps introduce some of the new vocabularies that they may be encountering in the reading. But basically... Um, we need to, to, to teach the students to visualize, to, to read, and to, to imagine what they are reading. So that, that will help them tremendously with the understanding. That leads right into my next question, which was, you know, that students have to gather a lot of information from these sources in such a short time. Now, visualizing is obviously one strategy there as you start to interpret the text and imagine your responses. But are there other reading strategies besides the visualizing or looking for those keywords in context? I think that what I used to do with my students is that anytime we did any kind of reading in the classroom, we, at the end of, of, of the exercise, we always went back and looked for keywords. And I used to tell the students, imagine that you have to tell somebody what you just read uh, in class. Uh, what are the keywords that you will need to be able to to um, to narrate uh, and to tell this and to tell everybody else what what it's all about, and I think that that is something that we don't do often enough, and we do have to teach them how to select those keywords. Um, it does help when when they get to the exam that they have the theme identified, they have a clear understanding of what the question is asking them for, and then if we have throughout the year, if we have been able to guide them through selecting those keywords at the end not only the keywords will help but they also you also have to tell the students how to synthesize the information because when they get to the persuasive essay they do need to synthesize that information and, and disregard all kind of information that is not going to help them answer the question um, and again you know bring back all those skills that i have just discussed previously in terms of you know uh making connection with other subjects, uh, making inferences and things like that. It's interesting how many techniques there are for when students encounter a new word that they're not familiar with. Um, and especially, you know, that might be the case with authentic sources where they might use words that you're not familiar with or, you know, colloquial phrases from a certain country. Is that unfamiliarity with the vocabulary a cause for concern when somebody's taking the exam? Uh, it is. It is. It is a concern. Um, but I think that, as I said, 
if you train them well throughout the year, they shouldn't have that type of problem. Um, you know, I, I, I always tell the students that whatever they're reading in class, whatever, what, what, what the mistake that we make is that we tell the students that they must understand everything that they're reading. And if, if they have enough background information, if they, have, if they are making connections with other subjects, if they are trying to make some inferences from the texts, that will help them much more than just try to understand every single word. None of us have uh, in our minds all the idiomatic expressions from different countries of the Spanish-speaking countries, um, but they do not have to understand every single word. And in that way, it sounds like the exam is really a way to synthesize all the various skills that you've been learning and as you study Spanish up to this point. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and uh, the, the most important thing here is to give the students enough skills that even if they do not understand every single word, they get a general idea of what the text is all about. Um, especially when it comes to, the, for example, the persuasive essay where they have a specific questions that they have to respond to. And that will help them guide them through the reading process. Well, this has been a really interesting conversation. I think you've given educators and students some great tips for tackling the AP Spanish exam. And Jose, I want to thank you very much for your time today. You're very welcome. It has been a pleasure. Thank you. Back to you, Walter. That's all the time we have for today. Many thanks to Jose Diaz for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe to the Fresh Ideas for Teaching podcast. Until next time. This Moving Learning Forward series is presented by Savas Learning Company, a next-generation learning company providing award-winning solutions for grades pre-K through 12. Visit savas.com today to request pre-K through 12 curriculum samples for your school or district. And you can keep the conversation going by following us on social media at Savas Learning with hashtag Moving Learning Forward.